Hello, everyone, and welcome to Street Fight. Thank you for coming back. Those of you that listened on WCRS and decided to follow through with my advice of adding us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or going directly to the website streetfightradio.com, we really do appreciate it. It means a lot. And it shows your dedication to supporting independent media and insurrectionist ideas that could one day lead to an all-out laugh riot party in the streets uh, of happiness and joy and acceptance. It starts here at with Street Fight. My name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby. And we were actually having a brief discussion about expanding your, your horizons a little bit uh, before we started the show. I fucking ate sushi last week. That was that was the big news in my There life. it is. Yes, it, you uh, have told me this. I believe I've heard about your intention of, of doing this, uh, finally, finally getting sushi. So I know it was a, a goal in your life. You know, it's hard for me not to judge, but I, I uh, you know, I am proud of you for doing it. Not- took me, it took me about two years to make the decision and then to finally go through with it. Yeah, I thought it, I saw it on movies and I always wanted to do whatever people on movies, like rich people on movies. I just dreamed of having that life. So I wanted to copy as soon as I got my like license and turned 16 years old, I drove downtown to get sushi. Oh, no, no, not me. I wasn't curious about that at all. I was still eating a lot of hamburgers from rest- from like <laughs> they were the- fast food restaurants at that time. They had started introducing like quad burgers probably around that time. I think they were getting into four patties, maybe. That was still that was still the time of my life where it was fucking really exciting that I could have fast food for dinner every night. You yeah, know, it was like, I'm picking now. Now, you know, yeah, now I'm in charge. Now I'm the man of this house. And what I says goes, we're having rallies again tonight. <laughs> I'm one of big yeah. Buford. Okay. Yeah. So, but uh, <laughs> yeah, sushi. So were you weirded out? Were you like, were your palms sweating? No, actually, no. Cause I went to the place. I hadn't even been to a sushi restaurant. I just didn't go. I'm sorry. I know it's very uncultured of me. It's easy to, it's easy to not go to them in Columbus, Ohio. though. I will admit that. How? I mean, there's just not. I guess there are a ton. Yeah, there's right? tons available. There's yeah, there's lot a, lots of great places to get sushi other, in Columbus, Ohio. There's lots of other stuff though too. You know, so I just, I just was always like, no, nah, let's not get sushi tonight. Let's not get sushi. Like, and then finally last week, me, my wife and I are like trying to figure out what we're going for dinner, and I was like, I'll tell you what, if you're in right now, I'll have sushi. And she's like, let's do it. And I. We went and got it, and I ate it. I feel like a hero, really. Yeah. Or, or a cultural appropriator. I don't know. Either way. But, like, so, I just... And, and let me let me pause here and tell the listeners, any new listeners, uh, Brian has come a long way. He actually had Supreme Pizza last year. Uh, so so this is a leap. That was gross. I, I haven't had a Supreme Pizza since, though. You got to, so, yeah, I mean, you got to take care of that yourself. You got to handle the vegetables yourself. You can't rely on these companies to do it. They always fuck it up. Well, they always put mushrooms, they, they always put mushrooms out of a can yeah. on the pizza. And I'm like, man, buddy, no, I, no, no thanks. Soggy ass, okay? soggy ass wet vegetables. You got to throw your, if you're going to put vegetables on a pizza, throw them in a pan first. They can't do that at the pizzeria, but that's my home pizza hack. 
that makes your shit better than what you get from a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, no, man. Not the kind of places I get pizza from. I like to, I like it to be like $10. So like, <laughs> yeah, you just, they, yeah they, they're skimping on it. Yeah, toss some pepperoni on there. I'm Supreme fine, Supreme pizza. That, that's pl- – yeah, but the sushi was good. So where One did you go? Wait, but if you I, didn't go, so you didn't? Did you get it made by a guy wearing a paper hat and like a white, white jacket and like a like a sushi chef, right? No, no, no. I got it made by like, I mean, not teens. They weren't teens. They were probably in their fresh 20s, face, college students, fresh face, young upstarts that were looking to to uh, make a difference in the world of sushi. Well, no, it's more like a Chipotle kind of place. Oh. Like, listen, I haven't had sushi. I don't know where to go. And then this is like- I looked at the reviews for this place, and it said, hey, you know, sushi's $7 here. Yeah. You can come in here, and you can get enough sushi to feed your face for $7. And I was like, let's get it. Let's go. What? Let's try this. I'm going to say, uh, you being a person, I think, um, that – spends a lot of time paying attention to American media. I can understand you being turned off thinking that it is going to be an expensive date. The movie, the movies have not been very kind to sushi and TV. It is supposed to be a bougie place to eat where you could be terrified by the bill. Number two. Yeah. I don't have sushi. I don't have sushi money, Brett. I'm not a sushi money kind of guy. I can only afford hot dogs when I go out. To <laughs> a good hot dog, though, right? One that has that has uh, been put through some onion rings before put on the bun. Well, that's one of the things about it is like the last. Uh, I'm like, people were so like, oh, I can't believe you're just now trying sushi at the age of 37. Like I am like, I'm close to being able to get social security, you know. And I just had this dish that has been popular. And, and like, you could be like, oh, you probably live in a part of town where there is nowhere to get sushi. But I will tell you that I probably live a few blocks from a place to get sushi. There's quite a few. And Columbus, Ohio is not short of it. And there's even, you can go all the way from small Japanese markets where you get the tiny little place in the back that makes it to restaurants that are right on the the main drag there. Haiku is a great is one that is just right there on the main drag. There's two or three that yeah, Columbus does sushi uh just fine. You can even get the uh dangerous blowfish there. There's you can set it up at one of those restaurants. You can get one of those those dishes where like if they don't cut it right, it'll kill you. There's some high-level sushi oh, happening in Columbus, that. Ohio. But I have to say, also, I think here's what I'm worrying about. I think it might be affecting you as well, is that that Jiro loves sushi attitude. That documentary about that guy that's been making sushi his whole life. And these people that, you know, you're walking into, like, what seems like a North Korea situation. Where if you walk in, you ask for the wrong thing on the menu. And all of a sudden, you're in trouble with some sushi chef. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like, I... I kind of, yeah, I, I don't, I, I think the thing that really was the thing for me was raw fish. Oh. Like, I was like, these people, it's crazy. How do you, I don't eat a lot of cooked fish for the audience out there. Like, almost none. <laughs> any at all? You don't eat any, really. I, I Tuna is pretty much all I'm in. Not the kind out of the can, either. It's got to be like a, steak. a nice tuna steak type of thing yeah that's fine with me i'm okay with that but no i don't eat i don't even eat a lot of fish so eating raw fish seemed really intimidating to me but 
Then again, a lot of people would be intimidated by a hot dog with beef brisket on top of it, with onion rings on on top of that, and with nacho cheese on top of those. Yeah, some people. Are, yeah, some people are intimidated by taking um, milk from inside of an animal and then spoiling it and collecting the curdles, and smearing smearing yeah. it and melting it all over stuff. So it's yeah, it's a it's a cultural yeah. thing, and the yeah the. Uh, Man, that fish that they use is the same as the tuna, like the steak grade stuff. Like it's not some; they're not opening up like some some chicken of the sea trawled the ocean dead can of tuna and wrapping it it up in rice. How bad is chicken of the sea for the envi- like, for the environment or tasting? <laughs> I mean, for the yeah for the environment. I mean, it's yeah. it's like a it's a loss for society. They should shutter the windows of it. Okay. Yeah, when I grew up, when I was growing up, a lot of times for dinner, we would have macaroni and cheese mm. with peas yep. in it and with just tuna dumped in it. And it was like, I was like, ah, just leave the tuna and the peas out of it. This It's fine. Just be a macaroni and cheese. We Man, we got fucked up in a way where we came up in the time, which was the rise of the box dinner. We thought the Jetson shit was on the horizon. Flying cars were about to be here in a cup 10 20 more years but then like our parents were like yeah i got this recipe off the box you take this can of soup mix it up with that brand's affiliated frozen vegetable product you mix in some of the wheat noodles that they of a company that they own and then you have dinner and it's like this is shit like this is fucking <laughs> abysmal the lowest standards for food that come you know that on the back I- of them like boxes that's that that's what exactly what that shit that tuna casserole ugh I fucking ate so yeah like there was pretty much all a lot of our dinners man the other dinner we would have my parents called hooch and that was craft macaroni and cheese you dump in a little bit of tomato soup and uh, uh some ground beef boom you got yourself a whole meal yeah that's struggle dinner like that's that's not like that's not supposed to be some something that you're proud of eating man that yeah that that is so bottom of the barrel that's that's what I would feed like a dog to keep them alive I think is what that's like feeding yeah. your kid. That's like feeding your dog that old yeller brand that like $20 for 50 pounds of dog food. They got at Walmart. It, that's maybe that's, that's why, what you were getting. Maybe fed. That's why I love McDonald's. It was slop. Maybe that's why I love. Maybe that's why McDonald's was like a five star meal. That's you, true. You, you know? were raised like a litter of puppies me- or like pigs where they just put a trough <laughs> full of seasoned ground beef and with cheese on it. And you just slurp that down. I don't like I remember like I grew up across the street from from a Greek family and they did Greek Easter every year at Greek Orthodox Easter and they would uh, roast a lamb. And I remember the first time I tried that, I was like, man, everything in my brain just popped off. Like I've never tasted anything that that's like that, you know, <laughs> and it's probably because it was like freshly. It, it was the first time I'd ever had fresh meat. With seasoning on Yeah, where they took some <laughs> parsley's and some salts and olive oil and all that fresh shit and put it together. Yeah, my family was like that too. My mom's side of the family is uh, Macedonian, and they were orthodox as hell when it came to the Christianity. And we would never really go around them, but that event was always we would get like they would, and we would always get an invitation to Easter, and they would go off. Um, I was actually looking at Dank Metal's Snapchat. He was sending me pictures from his his Orthodox ass Easter, and it was just like a fucking whole dinner table filled with like all of your all of the best accoutrements and 
dishes, all the all the nice shit. It's a good day. I'm gonna tell you that right now. A like feast. Greek, Greek Easter is the right kind of hot. That's the right shit. You know? Hey, I was also wanting to give you an update real quick. Uh, my wife said everybody took Good Friday off. She left early, but she said uh, that everyone else was off. So that might be the day to get off if we want to leverage some time off for Easter. I think that's a, the way to get in on that issue is just ask for Good Friday off. Make it part of the holiday as Good well. Luck. Good luck getting that. Okay. Well, I'm just yeah, saying we'll it's see. a site to set our it's – something. it's a tangible goal to put our – our 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 uh, sights on, and fucking does does Good Friday turn into a party day, and then Easter is just you know sleeping it off, getting ready for work the next day. That sounds like what we would end up with. I mean, I think Good Friday, you would yeah, you'd want to celebrate Good Friday. Fucking Thursday night would be the shit though. Like <laughs> every time they give you like one day off, you always still want the day, but you're like, but the night. Like after work, like I always liked Friday when I worked at instead of Saturday and people would always be like, well, you get to sleep in Saturday. I'm like, yeah, but man, you never feel higher than when you get off work on Friday. Yeah. When you leave that terrible environment and walk into something that's the exact opposite, that's fun. That's like going to the bar on a Friday night. That's when all the DUIs happen. Yeah. Yeah. I love that shit, man. That's like, that's so- when all the most depressing drinking happens too. Yeah. It's like Saturday, all the all the drinkings, all, all like on Saturday, if you're drinking, man, you're probably having a good time. Yeah, you planned it out. Probably being responsible. Yeah, you planned it out. It was like something yeah. you were looking for when you put it on your calendar. Friday night after work, it's like I need to get out of this fucking headspace immediately. Yeah, yeah, you're drinking to forget, and that's like kind of the wildest night of the week. I really see Friday night as the one that has the most potential to go somewhere. I mean, I'm not saying to a good place or a bad place. I, <laughs> I mean, it's a crapshoot when it comes to what kind of night you're going to have. Sometimes they can be real miserable, but I mean, the ones that are fun are fun, you that's know? true. So what, uh, what sushi did you end up getting? Was it raw fish? Because you know that like the majority of it is cooked. Like they smoke that shit or hell, some of it's just like a deep fried shrimp. Like that tempura, jumbo shrimp tempura is just deep fried shrimp with like hot mayonnaise on it. It's, I mean, that's barely like a uh, a delic- uh, delicacy. I got one with beef. <laughs> no, no there's no is. beef. Now that is a, that's stepping over the line. That's a little too chipotle. That was a safety choice. Oh, okay. For me. You, baby like a baby likes school. his beef. <laughs> and then I got tuna. Oh, okay. Like raw tuna. Okay. okay. But, but like, yeah, I was like, oh, I'll get the raw tuna and I'll, we'll share that. Okay. And we'll see if I like it. But I ended up eating most of both of them, you know? So. Yeah, there's a place here called Burrito, B-U-R-E-D-O, and it is like Chipotle size, big as your head burritos, but they are wrapped like a sushi roll. Nice. So it's like one, Do they cut them? one big ass su- one big ass sushi roll as a burrito. You know what a thing I noticed about sushi was though? Is that like they can really use like very little ingredients. Oh yeah, that's yeah, it's like, not, yeah. It's not 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 much to it. Mostly rice. Yeah. It really is the way that the world works. Like everybody else eats these like fucking the, like the, oh, I'll have one asparagus, a teeny tiny bit of fish. And I'm like, Why don't you, when are you, you going to slap down like a real portion of food? 
Well, the, there's a place here I'll have to take you to. They have a conveyor belt. So they have sushi chefs in the middle, and then they have a conveyor belt of food that goes through the whole restaurant. And it's really dangerous because you can just keep piling it on. But you're only t- you're spending like three to six dollars per plate. But then you start, you know, then then people start spending a shitload of money. That that's where it becomes expensive to go to sushi because when you're used to big Bufords and and double decker patties and shit, like you really do have to eat a pile of sushi. Like I I could put down twenty four rolls, you know. Yeah, you know what I never ate. Uh, what what I what I haven't done, and I think the listeners will probably be proud of me for this. And I think you're probably going to be a little proud of me. I've never been to one of those Brazilian steakhouses in my life. And after I heard what they are, I'm like, I don't have to experience the churrascaria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where they just hand you meat yes. for like hours and hours. And, or, or, well, I guess you don't have to stay for hours, but there's like a paddle that you just hold up and they just keep stacking meat up. I don't like that. That's see, too far, decadent. too far with it. Yeah, little too far with the meat, man. That's a that's like a that's like a fucking meal for people who eat steak every day. You know what I mean? Or somebody who's like, you know, I just I gotta eat a cheeseburger. I work with a guy that eats like Taco Bell every day, and if he doesn't eat Taco Bell, he eats Baconators. He's thin as hell. I mean, he's doing something right. Yeah, but you know, I don't, I don't maybe that that's the I don't know if that's the linchpin or not, but. If that holds, running, holds the whole you know. the running, it's probably. I mean, you know, he, the dude really works. I mean, we really we work hard. You know, I'm a hard working man. I can't help it. Got to have a baconator. It would help. It would taste good. I mean, that, I do like that food. That's this. That's the fucking thing, man. Like that's a that is if people are always like, what is like white cuisine, and that. I mean, it feels like it's just basically like all we really eat is fast food. Like, so go to any of those fast food restaurants. Arby's no, is white cuisine. That's not fair. You're not being fair at all. We got all kinds of gross ass salads and cheesy potatoes and like pretzels and jello. Pretzels and motherfucking jello. All kinds of shit. That is true. You, you, at, what was the one you just, uh, the meatballs in barbecue? Yes, sauce. yeah, and little smokies, little smokies. That's definitely <laughs> some. That's our shit. That's my shit. That's my family shit, at least. Uh, and then also we had little smokies too. Take, take a bag. Anything that you can. Sorry, go ahead. Anything that you can do with the fucking Pillsbury croissant. Yes. Like any veggie other pizza, thing veggie pizza with a Hidden Valley Ranch packet mixed up with some sa- with uh, some cream cheese and sour cream mixture. That it, that's yeah, the shit yeah. with some cold ass broccoli on there and and uh, and carrots. Also, good one. Uh, some ramen noodle packets, uh, some shredded cabbage, some sesame oil, and some sesame seeds. You got yourself an Asian salad. <laughs> yeah, we used to make it. We used to have those a lot. Yeah. For sure, my, my Jello made with Seven Up was oh, one. Of the yeah, things that's to do. yeah, that's a that's also a treat. <laughs> man, the more I talk about the food I grew up eating, the more I'm like, man, I was really fed. Shit I ate a lot of for like a very long. Time. Uh, my one of my favorite was buttered noodles. Do you ever eat buttered noodles? That used to be a uh, popular in my house. 
I don't know if I ever had buttered <laughs> noodles. That's that's probably my parents. That's that's really low. Here's the fucking real deal. Here's the real deal, man. My parents weren't struggling either. You know, it yeah, was they just have like, low standard. It, it's just low standard. The more <laughs> I get, the older I get, and I see where. When I look around, it's just like standards that people set for themselves. And like, they really like, that's a really low standard when we had a lot of that. That's I'm still around people like that, you know? And like I said, that w- that's where it was like, this is food. Like you can heat these au gratin potatoes are supposedly passable. I mean, they taste like cardboard chips, but, but you know, like people still eat them. You can, you t- turn up to uh, so many potlucks and people just take something like au gratin potatoes and put it in a, in a cat in a crock pot and call it a contribution what actually there was a story on uh there was a story on uh facebook this week about a couple this is th- a couple that bought green beans in a can they bought a can of green beans and they were like we were pouring it in a crock pot and we noticed in the can there was a little dead mouse <laughs> I posted the story and said, oh, you know, these ingrates, you know, I made some joke about it, but somebody responded to me and they were like, I'm fucking disturbed about the fact that somebody's pouring green canned green beans into a slow cooker. <laughs> <laughs> that was their first mistake. This was an, this was an <laughs> omen. Yeah. What are you fucking making, man? Don't du- you know, if you're going to use the green beans in the can, dump them, cook it on a stove. It's fine. Just heat it up. It's really all you have to do. Yeah. I wonder what they were making, though. Yeah. Why couldn't they just That's like, well, have, toss the mouse in the trash? Have you ever done the, the – what about that fucking shitty-ass green bean casserole Ugh, with the can, cran, canned green beans and that fucking can of cream of mushroom soup? So disgusting. So gross. Those, and those onion straws. Jesus Christ! Those fucking onion straws. But if you just on top of yeah, it, if you but if you make it if you make your own mushroom gravy and your own and use like real good fresh green beans that you can tell came from a garden and aren't just some sort of gelatinous uh, nutritional product that they put into a can. Like use some real ass green beans and that changes that whole dish into something that's edible. It's, you know, it's like, it's no wonder I didn't eat like my vegetables when I was a kid. They were fucking disgusting. You can't just take some frozen ass Brussels sprouts up and, and microwave them and expect someone to eat them and think it's going to be good. Like, oh, my kids hate their vegetables.